it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, it's another great day right here at Inspired News Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sales with Sully. I'm Scott Sullivan, your host, and welcome back. Every week, we take your comments, your questions, the things that you put out on social media, and we turn it into a podcast each and every week. Wow, this week was no exception. We had some great conversations. We had some really, really great uh, dialogue that was going on, and we had several topics that we talked about. But this week, we're going to talk about who you are, who you're becoming, how you change that, how do you how do you actually mold that. Uh, Jim Rohn is a very famous motivational speaker and he said the quote was you are the sum or the average of the five people that you spend the most time with well that came out this week in social media that somebody posted that from jim Rohn, a very famous quote it's been around for a long time and then a whole conversation spurred out of that saying is that true is there does is there research behind that it just so it kind of it kind of snowballed this week into <laughs> who we are, what we do, how do we change that, how do we actually uh, affect you know what we do. Now, most of you know that I was uh, raised in Kentucky, and there was an old saying that my grandfather and my grandmother used to say is that if you lay down with the dogs, you're going to get up with the fleas. So I didn't really understand it as a kid; it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but it has an exact it fits exactly to this scenario and that is if you spend a lot of time with people that you know maybe aren't exactly the right person uh, that you want to be or where you want to go in your life if you spend a lot of time with that person then you may end up you know being more like them which then you know actually starts to solidify the Jim Rohn comment that are we really the average uh, of the five people that we spend the most time with so I did a little bit of research. There was a book written a few years ago called The Compound Effect. And a very famous Harvard uh, psychologist quoted in that book said that the people that we spend time with, the things that we turn our attention to, and the things that we take in, internalize into us, uh, makes up for about 95% of who we are. I mean, that's that that's just gigantic that's a major major impact so if a if a harvard psychologist you know through his research finds out that our attitudes our conversations our belief systems all start to change and shift because of what we're taking in now his study was a little bit different uh it does back up what jim Rohn says of course the average of the five people you spend the most time with is who you are or or you become that then but there the research then started to expand a little bit and say you know how, does this affect you know tv what are we watching online what are we what are we ingesting And I don't mean just eating. I'm talking about what are we bringing into our minds through different types of media? Because when I think when Jim made this this comment, he was probably uh, or when he quote, you know, 
coined this great phrase is I think he was thinking specifically about you know spending time with that group of people being in that uh, in that circle so if you had you know if if you were not an engineer and you hung out with five engineers uh, and they were like your roommates and you you were in and just embedded if you were just uh, immersed in that world with five engineers you would start to understand the lexicon you would start to talk like them you would start you would understand the nomenclature of the things they wrote down all of a sudden you would start to act behave think like and and you know they would start to affect your who you are and which direction you were going because people then wouldn't be able to tell you much apart from the five engineers they would be now there would just be six of you you know and all of a sudden they would just think you're you're in the same group you must be an engineer with the rest of them and that that is true to some extent and we we also need to you know make sure um that so the question that came out through social media sorry i'm struggling a little bit because i'm trying to to talk about these in very large terms and some of them are very very specific but in the larger terms it's like you know who do you want to be how do you want to use this knowledge now that i've just told you that this is a tool that you can use to affect change in your life right if you're a and i'll use it in something that's even um they did a study they did a study uh on smoking so if you had i was just reading an article about this while we were having this conversation on social media if you're a smoker and you associate with smokers the chances of you actually quitting are significantly lower because it's you're in that culture you're in that nature you're going out for a cigarette you're going out you know uh you have a cigarette when you drink you have a or a cup of coffee or whatever it is so so the environment that you're in hanging out with those other smokers it's going to be increasingly more difficult for you to quit because then when you say okay i've stopped your the friends that you're hanging out with are all still if those five or ten people are still smoking it makes it more difficult for you to have you know the support mechanism and the willpower you're, you're just you're doing it all yourself but if you were then to take yourself out of that environment and say i'm going to be a non-smoker and you change all of those five friends that you hang out with to people that were non-smokers then the uh, success rate just went through the roof i mean it was in the 80 percentile when they they did this study because what was happening is is that the the things that the the non-smokers did distracted the smoker from thinking about it so they had a support mechanism or they actually even got to the next step which was oh you don't need to do that you're you're trying to quit or you you've announced to us that you don't want to be a smoker and oh come on let's not do that let's go uh you know let's go to the gym let's go uh get a glass of water let's go have a snack whatever it happens to be what let's you know let's let's change that dynamic let's change that culture and then all of a sudden the success rate goes to the roof because not only do they have the support mechanism, but they have the the people that changed them. They're not. There's nobody out there saying, you know, oh, you quit. Oh, does that mean you just quit buying them here? Have one, you know, whatever. There's there's that that culture that changed. So 
and so there's a lot of things they've been they've been doing a lot of studies about addiction they've been doing a lot of studies around uh this scenario and i've just been reading a lot this week about you know how do we use this tool and now that you know that that i have just told you and you've heard it that and you've you can go look up, uh, you know, Jim Rohn, R O H N. You can look up Jim Rohn and read his books, and you can also read um, the book called The Compound Effect, and you can understand that we truly are influenced directly, but not only by the people, but also about the things that we are taking into our mind as we, you know, go through our day to day. So. What does that mean? Okay, so now I'm giving you this tool. I've told you that it's available. So here's what I suggest. You want to be better at something, whatever that is, and you want to change something in your life, then you need to find somebody who's already successful at it, already doing it, and then spend more time with that person. You need to integrate that person into your life. You need to, you know, it could be a mentor, it could be uh, a colleague, it could be, so, and it doesn't matter if it's professional or personal. See, that's that. this is what the, the cool thing was during this research for this for this podcast this week and the discussion that we had online there were all kinds of people posting articles and saying you know here's again another another proof that we are the average of the five people we spend time with and then there were other people that saying here's proof that if you watch this type of uh, material online, then you are starting to you'll start to um, think like that. You'll they'll affect your attitudes. They'll also think about this: the five people that you're spending the most time with. Do you do you have the are they challenging you from a conversation standpoint? Are they using a, a different vocabulary? Are you learning that vocabulary by hanging out with them? Are you spending time with people that are challenging you, or are you um, you know the person that maybe that somebody else is hanging out with because you're ch- you're the challenge. You're you know they're they're being challenged by you. So there's a give and take there both ways. The the bottom line comes down to this, and it really came down to something for me that was just super simple. And here's the mantra: If we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with, then pick those five people very carefully. Put some thought into who you're spending your time with. Put some thought into, and I'm not saying, you know, get rid of your friends. And I'm not saying, you know, cut back on your Facebook (laughs) because, you know, it could be that if you're ingesting all this stuff from Facebook, that could be that could be a, a person or a thing that's changing your attitude. I'm talking about making a conscious, intentional effort to actually, you know, spend time with a different group of people. And here's the mantra I would use. Spend time with people that you admire. Spend time with people that you look up to, that that reflect back to you a place or a position or a thing or a, a characteristic that you want in your life. 
if that's and it doesn't matter again if it's personal or if it's professional if you're the if you want to be the greatest insurance salesperson in the entire world go hang out with the greatest insurance salesperson you, you can find the greatest insurance person in the world and say I'd like to hang out with you I'd like to spend time with you some of you have heard in past podcasts that I've had we had one uh, episode where we talked about the advantage or disadvantage of a college education and I, it was very heated online I mean we talked there it got uh, it got pretty crazy actually people you know stand up very strongly for their beliefs belief as to what they should or shouldn't have done from their college education. And one of the things I said, and I just kind of said it flippantly, it wasn't actually, you know, I don't know how strongly I actually felt. It was a subconscious thing, maybe in the back of my mind. But one of the comments I made was, if I had it to do over again, instead of going to four-year university for my undergrad, why not just go find the greatest insurance salesman in the largest city you can and offer to carry their briefcase and sit with them at every sales call and everything they did for four years and work with that person for four years so that you could learn everything possible because insurance is one of those things where you can build an annuity and and a lot of times you get paid multiple years for the work that you do once and insurance has always been a, a very uh, intriguing uh, sale for me it's always been something I've never done but it's always been very intriguing about how it's done and and who does it and those kind of things so i just flippantly said instead of going to college i should have found you know back then it was like find the biggest state farm agent and say i'll carry your briefcase for four years uh, and you just teach me everything you know about the insurance business and then you go off and start your own insurance company so that was you know the spur of this huge giant conversation a few months ago when we were online and talking about it and then it turned into a great podcast we talked about you know all about uh, the advantages or disadvantages of going to you know university getting advanced degrees all that stuff so it was fun if you go back in the archives you can you can pick that up uh, it was a it was a great uh, a great episode. One of the things, though, that came out of that is exactly what we're talking about today, and that is, you know, if you had hung out with for four years with the person that you wanted to emulate most and you spent the most time with that person, there would be absolutely no way that you could walk away from that without having a direct influence, without them having a direct impact on your life and where you are. So I go back to if you if you know this is a tool now if you if you consider this to be a tool why not and you have awareness of it why not then use it for a better happier you know better life and everything better quality of life better so if you want to you know learn anger management <laughs> you know i'm just using that as an example then find somebody who's already conquered that that has gone through that and sp have them be part of those one of those five people and that becomes an element of what you're getting and then maybe you know if you pick the five traits or the five things that you want in your life and you find those five people that that actually personify each of those traits or characteristics or or you know uh maybe it's their profession or whatever then you put those five people into your mix of being the people you spend the most time with then that's 
that that's going to affect who you are and now that you know that's a tool you can pick you can hand pick that person and that characteristic so pick somebody that you admire why do we act so much like our parents why do we act so much like our siblings why can you tell when you know three people grew up in the same home because of the way they act and the way they talk and because those are the people you spent just you know basically every waking hour of your life with in your younger years and then the person you spent a lot of your time with after your developmental years you got all of that information and everything coming in so those those traits and those characteristics are passed from father to son father to daughter daughter or mother to daughter mother to son because that's who we spend a lot of time with if you were raised by someone other than your direct biological father or mother, then you probably have picked up that person's traits too. To, to prove the case that it's not always you know nature versus nurture, it's not always nature, it can be the fact is that the environment that you're in also affects who you are. So you could take somebody um, that is not in their biological home and you move them over to another location and at the end of their life you look back on it and they look and act just like the people that raised them because that was what they were immersed in that's the 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 nature versus nurture you know conversation that kind of goes along with exactly what Jim Rohn says so I think this episode we really need to concentrate on the fact that you have this as an opportunity now. You, now that you are aware of this, before you may not have been aware of it. So, and, I, and again, I don't want to dwell on the negative side of this, but the negative can also be the, the same. If you are hanging out with people that are you know, not doing, don't have the characteristics that you admire, that are not doing the things that you feel like you should be or that you could be doing different, then you end up also you know finding your way into that same pattern with them also maybe it's you know you hang out with a group of people that skip school and the next thing you know you're skipping you're skipping school and i'm using that as a, a very soft example but it can be the same i mean it's the same as you know anything else that that you can think of that if if the five people you're surrounding yourself with have characteristics or habits or traits that you don't want to emulate and you don't want in your life then you simply have to cut that person out and change that person with somebody else that you spend time with it doesn't mean you don't, you can't be friends and it doesn't mean that you can't spend time with it just can't be the people you spend the most time with because that you're going to start to have that same speech pattern that same you know dialect that same uh you know everything that they say and do and think is going to be affecting you so I thought this week was really, really interesting as the social media was just on fire about, you know, how, you know, it's it's sort of like social engineering. Somebody said on Twitter, they were saying, you know, you're social engineering yourself. You're you're pick, you're changing yourself by picking the people you hang out with. Well, OK, I'll, I'll take that. Yes. That's like saying, you know, I'm not going to read this book because it may it may actually, you know, cause me to think of like that or it may cause me to have an opinion about something. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, you want to open your mind to the possibility that there are other things out there and you want to have yeah, you want to you want to 
have an enriched life. You want to be able to, you know, understand and and believe and have a belief system in something, right? You want to have that belief system. So if you are and again in this in this climate that we're in now with politics and you know sports and all the other things that people can be obsessive about then you know if you're if you're the guy who watches ESPN you know 12 hours a day and you know almost getting no sleep and listening to it at work and all the other things then you're that's that's becomes your world that you're immersed in whether it's a person or a news feed, right? Whether it's a person that you're hanging out with or spending time with or a news feed. And the same could be true about video games and about, you know, music and everything else that's that it, if you stay within that same circle, then that's going to have a major impact. It, that that's where you come up with what Jim says about the person you spend the most time with. So if you want to call it social engineering, we'll call it that. That's fine. We can we can say, I want to do better in this area, so I'm going to find people and I'm going to spend more time with that. That's the same thing as saying, I want to learn Spanish, so I'm going to spend more time talking to somebody in Spanish and reading Spanish books. That makes perfect sense to me, right? Makes perfect sense to everybody else that we talked about online. We talked about the fact is that you can be immersed in something for a short period of time in order to facilitate getting you there. So those five people don't have to be the five that you pick today and you stay with for the next 20 years. Those five people can ebb and flow. You could want to, maybe you want to understand or learn a lot about a sales process and you find the greatest salesperson that you want to hang out with and or that you can and you hang out with them. And maybe over the course of a year or two years or whatever, then you have assimilated and internalized some of that information and now you replace that person with somebody in marketing or maybe you want to learn how to do photography or video or any of those skill sets any of those traits characteristic you know personal or or business that's why when when you listen to Jim Rohn you say I'm the average of the five people I spend the most time with. So it's it's just a tool. It's just another thing that I thought this week for me was extremely awakening. This was I'd heard the quote so many times and I had never read Jim's book and now that I have had all of this information bombarded and we've got into these long deep discussions and I've done all this research it's now very apparent to me is that it's another way it's just another way that we can make our lives better, that we can become better human beings, that we can be better uh, friends and better you know, husbands and better wives and, and, and better fathers. And, and just because now we understand that we're consciously aware that the people we hang out with can now influence us in a way that before we probably knew somewhere back in that reptilian part of our brain we probably understood that and then and we probably have been with people or seen people that have gone off and hung out with a small group of people for a long period of time and they come back into your life and they they seem changed they seem different and it's because of the people as that if that's never happened to you uh, maybe maybe you know somebody that it has happened to where you know 
I mean, think about going into the military and then coming back after boot camp. Is that person changed? You better believe it because their circle of friends, their people have all changed. Everything in their life just got changed for 8, 10, 12 weeks, however long boot camp is. And their world changed immensely for that period of time. And when they come back, they can't help but be changed because everything in their life got disrupted. So that was an example that somebody also used online is that, you know, you go away to summer camp you know for a week or two or you you take a new job and you're there for a while and then you run into that person again and you say oh wow you seem you seem different (laughs) you seem you've changed so so i think that becomes social proof of what we're talking about here only reason i'm saying all of this and the reason we had this this podcast this week is because now that you're aware now that we have brought this to your attention, now it can be a tool in your toolbox to make you better, to elevate you to the next level. And that is, you know, find the five people that you admire and start a relationship with them. Start hanging out with them. Start spending time with them. Because if you're having those conversations that they're elevating you uh, into a higher level, you actually then become comfortable at that higher level. And that's how you can uh affect change in your life without having to you know go to therapy or go to uh go to go get an additional education or go to a class or any of those things you can actually affect the the change in your life just by changing the caliber of the people and the the place that you hang out with and the people that you hang out with so anyway I think it was a great uh, week. It was very exciting. I want to thank Jim Rohn for the quote that started the whole thing. Uh, I also recommend that you you know do some more research on this on your own. And I suggest that we all get together and uh, elevate ourselves. Find the five people that you admire and, and get them into your life as fast as you can. And it'll start changing all of us. I know I am. I've already decided some folks that I've put down on my list that I want to reach out to and start spending more time with because they're people I I admire for certain characteristics or traits they have. So I'm going to start the social engineering experiment, and I'll let you know. Maybe in a future episode of Sales with Sully, we'll We'll, we'll come back around full circle and we'll talk about the changes and the things that have, have happened in our lives. But until then, like I say every week, right here on Inspired News Radio, I appreciate you. I could not do what I do without you, the listener. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You, you absolutely enrich my life. I love the social media interaction that we have. Please, please keep coming at Sales with Sully on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, you can find me on LinkedIn under Scott Sullivan anywhere, anytime. I'm pretty much all over LinkedIn, uh, Scott Sullivan, and, and at Sales with Sully everywhere else. Just keep those cards and letters coming, as they say in the old time radio and TV. Uh, keep those posts coming. Keep those direct messages coming. I love when we get into these, you know, deep philosophical conversations. Uh, you know, where we we start talking about, you know, what is it that you know makes us and and changes us and and helps us be better human beings in the world. I love those things. But I also love talking about sales techniques too, and things that are working to for closing lead generation, all the things that we talk about here at Sales with Sully. I really really appreciate you guys because without you uh, i wouldn't be able to do what i do so keep listening 
Don't forget to subscribe. Go right down to the bottom of the page right now, wherever you find your podcasts. Look up Sales with Sully. Don't forget about my other show, too, I do with it's called Mind Your Own Business. Go ahead and subscribe to both of them right now. Make sure that you know when new episodes come out. They come out every single week. Uh, I put out a new episode every week. And Mind Your Own Business is where we do an interview with uh, some of the greatest entrepreneurs in the world. And right here on Sales with Sully every week, we take your comments, all of your questions, anything else that you want to say or do on social media, and we turn them into podcasts each and every week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, go out and sell something today. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.